Hello everybody and welcome back to the Catch Kate podcast. This week we are on season two, episode three, and we are going on an adventure to the wonderful Japan. I visited Japan a number of years back for the cherry blossom season and it was nothing short of spectacular. Absolutely amazing. Um, The one thing is, you know, because the cherry blossom, also called Sakura, is so renowned globally, like you can get quite a lot of visitors at that time. So it was really important for me to also um, not just see that in the bustling Japan, but also like in Tokyo, uh, may I say, also like go out and see the other places where there weren't as many people and really explore the hidden gems. So today I'll take you through my time a little bit in Tokyo, um, the natural springs where the monkeys live in Nagano, north of Tokyo, and then uh, another area I went out to called Kyoto, which was the old capital and absolutely stunning place with rich uh, Japanese culture, shrines, temples, um, very zen-like and beautiful bamboo forest, which uh, I've never seen anything like it anywhere else. So yeah, and and discovered the real um, uniqueness of Japanese culture. So I hope that you'll enjoy this today. And um, I'll also talk a bit about uh, forest bathing, which originated in Japan. And, um, you know, they were definitely onto something because if you're anyway disconnected from the forest or the trees, um, when I explain a bit later as to what, you know, their beliefs are behind forest bathing and, you know, as I always say, nature, we are nature, like we need the forests and... um, taking a walk in the forest is like walking through you know and it's like having an oxygen tank it's just immensely powerful for our well-being and we need to recognize that and we need to actually incorporate it into our well for me it's daily like I'm in you know I'm in trees daily and it's so important um but yeah they prescribe it in Japan um as part of stress reduction so it's something that could potentially you know it'd be great to see it in other cultures so I'll talk a bit about that and of course I'll tell you about the honey this week and the growing and yeah so let's get going on our adventures but firstly (laughs) I have to say thank you of course to the patrons who support the podcast I am very grateful to all of you and if you are listening in weekly and would like to support my work and help um, me do more in conservation um, regarding the bees and all of that I would greatly appreciate uh, a thank you uh, contribution or whatever you would like to uh, put forward Um, and thank you again for everybody who's supported so far and for listening in and sharing and I hope that we can keep this wonderful work going and I can share the journey with you. So let's get going. So Japan is built upon three tectonic plates so massive volcanic activity and 
you know, when there's volcanic activity, we also get natural hot springs, which are found throughout Japan. And one of the main and most delightful experiences I had there was visiting the snow monkeys. So upon arrival, I stayed in Tokyo, which is a bustling, bustling city. And yeah, kind of chocker block, but... You know, that's why it's so important to get out into the, the other zones. But it was amazing to experience it, you know, like like sushi, um, exploring the shrines and the temples in the city, getting to know the culture, tasting the most delicious foods, like, you know, unreal. And yeah, really experiencing the the fast pace, you know very unique and they work like they work really hard and really long hours um so yeah very productive place um and the pace yeah the pace is quite fast because actually before i had landed in japan i was in the philippines and wow it was a big big uh difference in the pace i was like whoa i got to speed up um but yeah, that was something I noticed. But um, yeah, it's an amazing, unique culture. And like you could visit even, I remember at these like robot restaurants where like you would go in and like there'd be like a robot show. And yeah, just really kind of quirky inventions. And you're like, what is this? Uh, <laughs> just kind of funny you know in a way um yeah kind of uh something completely different but I didn't go there in the end but apparently you had to reserve in advance to have your robot restaurant experience but I just I don't think I was really into it I was I really loved exploring like the zen temples and the beautiful architecture of the shrines and and exploring the cherry blossom because it was stunning like you're talking about parks with just lined uh, pink cherry blossoms and just divine like the coloring and the beauty and they only flower for a couple of weeks so it really is uh, it's a it's a big moment you know to get in there at the at the right time the perfect time and it just landed in there in the perfect time really but um yeah my first impressions really the city of the city like I remember landing into the hotel and like the room being like super tiny. I was like, oh my God, the price, astronomical, but the room was so tiny. I was like, I can't even fit in here. Like, you know, like you'd walk one foot, (laughs) you'd be touching the wall and you're like, whoa, very tiny. And then the bathroom, of course, the toilets were another, you know, kind of a mechanical invention where you're like, how... I never thought to think how does a toilet work I was like how do you even work this and like if you're anyway like tired or anything you just you just want to go to the loo quickly and then you go in and you're like whoa 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 what's going on there's heated seat there's water coming out this way there's something else going out that way you know I I was like well I just want a normal toilet (laughs) but it's a good experience all the same um and then like you know it was really funny as well like say you're going on a day trip or something and you need to grab something in the shop like the fridges there in the shop like 
you'd have all these different sushi packages they were like amazing but then you'd have stuff like a sandwich in a vending machine with strawberries in it and I'd be like what (laughs) what is that like what is that just very different altogether but um then um we oh yeah so we went up to Nagano um where the snow monkeys live and I did that as like a day trip so went from Tokyo and took I think it was about two trains high-speed trains and the trains there are like immaculate they're like an experience in itself they're just such tech revolution you know amazing and uh, yeah very like very modern like even in the train station you're like standing on the lines and it's like you know there's like nobody really talking and then like uh there's like these automatic uh you know things that come out on the speakers and it's like really polite information you know like step back stand aside and and always like keep space for your neighbor and I just found them to be really polite nation very polite people um and then on the train up there it was so cute there was like a guy sitting next to me an older man like you know 70 ish and he had a packet of nuts and like he looked at me and I looked at him and the train journey was ours you know and he just handed me the nuts and like none of us I couldn't speak his language he couldn't speak mine but I just kind of smiled you know and I was just like oh so cute it was really sweet but eventually anyway we got up to Nagano and um, made our way up to the park and it was just covered in trees and snow it was just gorgeous like to come out of Tokyo for the day and I couldn't believe that there was this this much snow and then like you we had to walk for like um, maybe like an hour or so and even at one point there was some kind of a not a landslide but like a snow slide there was so much snow came down I was like oh my god will we make it um but we just had to kind of walk through that while they cleared the path but loads of snow and then on first glimpse you're just like monkeys monkeys everywhere and it's just like it's like visiting a spa for monkeys but they live there like that's their natural habitat and like my preference always like I don't like zoos really like I just think no they're not in the wild then I feel weird about this um so for me going up into the wild into the woods into the natural springs and seeing them there bathing and just relaxing like romantic couples on a resort like it's just so unique um but like you do have to be careful because like one or two of them are right like I don't know if you take out any snack you have to be so careful because they might come over and rob it you know because although they're gorgeous and cute they can also have a bit of aggression you know like if they see food and they're hungry they're coming for you (laughs) but yeah so it's really cute and got to get really up close and just watching them for the day in the springs and and washing their faces and in the in the river and like they're so human like you know like I could have sat there like I sat there for hours just staring at them and they like you know groom each other they lie down together they look they'd look all the same and and they're all just looking after each other and playing so playful you know like swinging on the kind of barriers and, and on the trees and 
oh just so cute but again like isn't it just so unique how like humans like when I was looking at their facial features because you could get really close to them their faces I was like wow like they're so like us like our DNA is so like the monkey and you know well we are like modern day ape right so (laughs) yeah but yeah I definitely would um recommend visiting there because it's very unique it's very special and um uh, seeing animals in the wild is just I think it's just so beautiful like not seeing any human intervention and um as well it's just like <laughs> who wouldn't want to see monkeys in a in a natural spring it's like a spa where they're just bathing themselves all day like super relaxed but um spent the day there anyway and then on the way back again like going through all the snow-capped valley and the trees and eventually making a uh, the way back to the train station and then you can imagine the valley of trees like there's just like shrines in the sides and temples and just really calming and beautiful and and japan is like that it's um got really like a lot of forest cover um and like the population there they mostly reside in the cities so like most of the land isn't even covered you know um so it's quite wild and biodiverse which is great i did go out to visit another place near tokyo as a day trip called kamakura which was uh like a seaside fortress and very unique very beautiful and of course an epic view of Mount Fuji so I didn't actually go out to Mount Fuji but I thought you know why why not go and get like a perfect view like opposing you know opposite it so went to this uh, fortress absolutely amazing so you would walk across the river and you could walk all along the fortress at all these trees and amazing and and I remember landing there and like it was so funny because we were eating out in the streets and all these seagulls just came down and started taking all the food off us (laughs) so like it wasn't the best idea to eat on the street because big seagulls and you know what they're like fairly hungry but um it was definitely worth the trip and just a lovely day out again so you know away from the big bustling Tokyo um Kamakura is definitely worth a visit and like in Tokyo itself like you can um a couple of nights we went up to these uh restaurants like just completely different to my like you know kind of natural lifestyle but you'd go up like to these high-rise buildings Michelin star restaurants like and like piano playing and just the most like fine cuisine you could ever imagine but super pricey you know super pricey um these were the days of my corporate job so you know (laughs) when you can afford that kind of luxury you experience it you know but it was amazing and the views over the metropolitan like unbelievable I'll never forget it I was like whoa this is massive you know but it's not like you know like a canyon or mountain or a volcano but it's still like whoa like man built this and it's uh yeah it's it's good to experience that side of it too so following this went out to kyoto um you can have a look of it on ikoja uh type it into the search engine a beautiful beautiful place 
and actually stayed in like a typical Japanese uh, house and bedroom so it had the tatami like mat so if you're not familiar with it uh, like we sleep in beds but um, in Japan many like traditional houses would have that matting on the ground and when I first arrived in the room I was like oh like the ground sleeping flat on the ground my back Um, but it was a great experience and it's kind of like this uh, wooden textured mat and then you might have some sort of like a futon or mattress on it depending but you're basically lying flat on the ground and it was a good it was a lovely experience actually you know to climb up this tiny stairs in the house and wedge myself into the room like the man couldn't even carry my bag like it was so funny like we couldn't even fit the bag barely in because the room was so small um so everything is a lot smaller in japan um and then like you know you'd have we had there was like this really low table on the ground and uh again like cushions so you'd be seated at the table on the ground and yeah it was lovely um to do it the traditional way and to really feel the culture and be in the culture and not go out and you know like go into a big hotel and and not experience that because I don't believe that's what travel is about it's about really meeting the culture and the local the locals and and sleeping the way they sleep and eating the way they eat and really living the way they live you know to really get the most out of it um so in Kyoto basically visited uh Buddhist temples um uh kind of visited the wooden tea houses and there was actually a lovely temple called the golden pavilion which i always remember because it was so it was so gorgeous it's like this golden zen temple and it had a pond in front of it and just all these trees everywhere and it was just like i was like wow so peaceful Ah, amazing and again you know the cherry blossom was there so it's just like a sakura wonderland just like beautiful cherry trees everywhere and um another amazing experience was the uh bamboo forest so there's like these bamboo groves and they're like yeah like bamboo is amazing because it's like so fast growing but this this forest is from like long 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 time ago and when you're inside now and you look up and you look left and you look right you're like wow like am i am i like where am i you know it's uh it's kind of like um you know that feeling when you get in a forest you're just like it's unquestionable it's like you don't have any thoughts anymore but especially the bamboo because it's just these lines these vertical lines everywhere you know and it's pure like ecotherapy you know but like again the only like you know kind of disappointing factor is that like so many people go there and I love the natural places where there's not many people but um no like it definitely is worth exploring and getting lost in it like just walk around down there so there's like a pathway between the groups and you can just walk down it and be in between it you know and just get lost 
and I remember like running along one path me and jumping up into the air I had some really cool pictures <laughs> and it was really fun and just pure silence in there but like you could go at different times of the day and just you know when there's nobody there and just get lost um, but I spent the other days really wandering around and getting lost like getting lost and in these temples and visiting beautiful gardens and ponds and that zen feeling is just everywhere and it's amazing uh, they're very polite and very calm people and you really feel that when you go into these places you know um and another thing actually I noticed was in Kyoto was that they actually had the the snow monkeys there as well but they were in um they were actually brought in there so I was so glad that I had made that trip in Tokyo uh to visit them in the wild because it's not the same like I did actually end up hiking up there for the view over the whole area the province because it was amazing um but when you see them as like more of like an attraction like they're brought in and you know with humans etc um it's just different there's a different feel you know much different feel so I'd always say to people if you're traveling like always choose the eco version uh where the animals are actually in the wild and where your money goes into um like conservation efforts like ecotourism because that's really important for our planet so kind of spent the rest of the time in Kyoto and back up to Tokyo exploring um the night scene and visiting even temples at night and they were all lit up and candles and you could see like the geishas so the women would wear these kimonos, uh, like traditional clothing and just really, really pretty and loads of flowers on them. And at times I thought, how do they actually walk in that? You know, very beautiful and just looks like perfection. You know, their hair so beautiful and tidy and drinking tea and, and you could kind of look into some like um temples or tea houses and just looks so peaceful you know um so yeah it really is a beautiful place to visit and definitely worth to get out of the city to really experience the culture the real culture behind it because um, it's very 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 unique and something i would love to talk about as well is forest bathing uh, which originated in Japan in uh, the 1980s and um, so in Japan the working hours are super super long and, and now like the rest of the world we all work continuously like around the clock and it's not good for us and I think more and more we recognize that and you know even autoimmune disorders now like they're just everybody's getting them and you know there's a there's a deficiency here is we are disconnected from our natural world which is where we come from and what we are made of and how we survive and it's that disconnection which drives the disease further you know so what they did in japan was they actually incorporated this into their health program so what they found in studies is that when you go into nature, when you go into the forest, 
your NK cells increase, so your natural killer cells. And this could be like literally one forest bathing trip of two hours long. And yeah, it's like I nearly do it on the daily, but it's just so important to be around trees. Like there's a reason trees are our lungs, like they emit oxygen and you know we take that in and then we emit carbon and then they take that in so one we're breathing in and out each other you know so that's like symbiosis we're working together for both of our survival which is amazing and and it's beautiful like when you really understand nature and you realize oh we're all just helping each other survive like it's actually amazing like it's amazing and beautiful and lovely you know it's just like I'm I'm just like thank you tree like you know next time you see a tree like thank it like for what it's doing for you for your family for everybody um so basically the tree has uh these like wood essential oils that it emits uh lots of different names on these oils and it emits them into the atmosphere and essentially your body soaks them up um whether you like you can't see them but essentially you your whole body absorbs that and it ups your nk cells which fight off uh immune deficiencies you know so basically your immunity gets stronger and who doesn't want that like who doesn't want a strong immune system so that's why people who live in the city surrounded by concrete and no greenery like you're essentially like your immune system is downgrading so the more time in nature the better you are and they actually found that one even one forest bathing trip like the results can last like weeks like two weeks three four like they've so much studies done in this and i have actually done a forest bathing course so i'm not talking like (laughs) i was gonna say i'm not talking you know rubbish here i know it um but I know it anyway from being in the forest. Like I know, like we all know like how it makes us feel. You know, it's amazing. Um, and my lovely patrons, I'm going to bring you, bringing you on an exciting adventure with me soon. But I let you in. I let you know it all soon. It'll be a little surprise, but it might involve the forest. Um, but yeah, so it's a perfect um, eco antidote. It's like it's pure medicine you know and if only we could see that it's right in front of our eyes it's not in a package it's not in the shop it's not in in a pill it's right in front of us nature has all the answers for us and like of course medicine is great you know in terms of surgery and other things but I don't believe that a quick fix of something you know it's the long-term happiness we're looking for and contentment and the only way we can resolve that is by healing the planet and healing ourselves together and it's coming like you know more and more people are getting into it and as I always say I'd be lost without the soil and the plants and the bees and all but I'd be lost without them um and like if I've not mentioned I know I've mentioned it before but like the soil has properties in it like like anti 
basically microbes and bacteria that prevent they inhibit depression because they activate your serotonin receptor which is your happy hormone and i just believe like if we knew if we just took more action on our you know our own happiness we'd be so much happier you know and if we lead our own lives where we know what activates our happiness and joy then we'd be we'd be much better as a society rather than leaving society lead us because it's not right you know the stuff in the news and the magazines like it's not right and we know that deep down we know that but anyways so a little tip for this uh this week's session go into the forest and do a little forest bathing session like imagine like inhaling all those uh oils and imagine um imagine the goodness that you're getting from all those beautiful trees the chemical exchange which you know you may not be able to see but it's happening and you know like take notice of the bark of the tree all the different bark like that's their skin and take notice of the leaves and the lines within the leaves which is like how they respire and take notice of the different birds and the different wildlife and maybe even um what's on the canopy layer and what can you see on the ground and just like notice it and and feel into it and use your senses um because that's what forest bathing is all about it's really engaging all of your senses your eyes your ears your mouth your nose you know and yeah it's just amazing and and even like if you get to experience it at night like you know lying down in the forest at night and looking at the um the the leaves of the different trees it's actually amazing like it's actually you know and how they sway and the noises and when night falls the nocturnal animals like the other day i was out and there was a bat going around in circles and the um yeah it was amazing i i got it actually on slow mo the bat but i was really cautious because again i didn't want to have like any lights out it was just kind of dusk but i had my phone down to the least of light you know so i wouldn't affect the bat flying and I was just like oh my god it's so amazing because you know they use echolocation and I was like wow like that bat's perception of the world is so different to mine and yeah it's just like wow and there was also there's also been a huge um a few um buzzards I was forgetting the name I'm going around at night and they're just like calling out like you know for their mate and going around in circles but they're just huge but again all happening at dusk and it's amazing that like you know us humans go into our beds and we forget about the world but there's actually a whole other world just beginning and it's so amazing but yeah so that would be my tip this week go into the forest and let me know how you get on let me know what you see let me know the textures of anything or what you notice and that would be lovely um about the honey this week yesterday in fact i extracted well no actually I removed uh, the frames from the hives on the farm which was very exciting and like it's so amazing the swarm hive that I captured or that came to me um that came here into the into the swarm hive um like they produced so much honey like literally two boxes full 
obviously you have to leave them with their own honey to survive but oh my god they had way they had so much excess that you know it was it was just like bountiful I was like this is amazing I was jumping up and down I was so excited I couldn't believe it but I knew they had so much honey I knew because I, I was watching them every day I've been sitting with them I lay on my hammock at night with them like I know how good of a colony they are they're just amazing and they're non-stop working and they're just so good they just they just work whereas like other colonies are weak and maybe they just didn't produce enough or maybe they just produced enough for themselves and that's it but this box had so much excess and it was amazing to be able to take some and you know ethical beekeeping and all just just enough um but yeah it's amazing so at the weekend now I'm going to go and extract it so I'm really excited to do that and taste my very own farm honey or you know the location that I'm from um so that's gonna be really cool uh I'm presuming it like I have tasted it off the frame so where they actually store the honey on the frame um and it was quite sweet kind of multi-floral um so I'm really excited and I've been getting some jars ready small jars big jars just trying to get whatever I have because it's just it's all very new to me and I haven't um yeah just learning as I go and getting all the bits as I go so it's getting all the jars this morning um yeah so like if anybody's interested in honey um pop me a message but it will be it definitely will be limited uh supply as is honey like it's not something that can be magically formulated like did you know one pound of honey is two million flower visits one pound jar of honey two million flower visits like the work that goes into honey is incredible and as I always say we've no idea like I was even there this morning at the beach running and I was looking at the heather and I was looking at the bees on it and I was like oh my god like they're collecting like they literally fill up their honey stomach so they have two stomachs so they fill up the honey stomach full of honey and bring it back and it takes so long like it's crazy like they collect the nectar no they don't collect the honey sorry they collect the nectar and they bring the nectar into the hive and they drop it in the cells they regurgitate it like they have to do so much work to make honey you know the process is is fascinating and then they have to like dehydrate it to like 17 percent um and it's just incredible like so like at night when i'm on the hammock and i do my apitherapy which is like healing from the bees and that is actually a thing like goes back from ancient times um yeah it's amazing and i can hear them fanning like they're dehydrating the nectar in the hive at night and you're just like wow 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 like they're working around the clock to make this magic ingredient and like yeah honey's amazing and if you didn't know like honey's been used since ancient egyptian times it's amazing it's antimicrobial antiviral antifungal anti anti everything it's crazy amazing at how it helps and heals and soothes and you know even for burns or cuts or anything like you know i really would recommend spoon of honey a day like you know i probably i'm probably taking more at the moment (laughs) because i'm like you know so close to it and i have some but it's just like i'm like why haven't i been having this sooner (laughs) this golden magic potion um and it's been the most beautiful year because i've got to really work from spring 
to summer to harvesting the honey and it's just been a magical experience and again um yeah I just want to say thank you to all of you for coming along with me and, and listening and learning as well because it's been amazing and of course thanks to my patrons because I've put in um an order now to get some equipment for myself and um I'll let you know how it goes um because you have to make the hives up yourself as well so that's going to be another learning experience so I just want to say thanks as well to the patrons because you're helping me do this work and like if you didn't think you were you are and you've made this possible and you've made it possible that I can I can lead the life that I leave and do the work that I do because otherwise I would have to go and I don't know like <laughs> I don't know I don't know what I do I don't know guys I really don't so like it means everything to me to have your support and to have the contribution because I just um I couldn't imagine myself doing anything else and I know the planet needs help and I always say it's for all of us together uh, we don't we don't know what the future holds and there's a lot of awful things happening so the more positive and optimistic work we can get the more the better the better the better the better so that's just a big thank you for me and if you can support me on this journey um or if you would like to do a thank you contribution you could do a donation of you know a coffee price or whatever you think um and I would really appreciate that and I'm sure the bees would as well because the more the more contributions I get the more the more I'm going into this the more the more um serious I'm going to get about it you know um yeah so that's just a big thank you for me so I hope you enjoyed today I hope you enjoyed Japan it's an amazing country and definitely worth a visit a unique culture, polite people, natural springs, um, cherry blossoms, bamboo forests, monkeys in hot springs. Who knew? Like seriously, look up the photos online. I, I mean, like I have ama- I have incredible photos from there. I might share um, some of them as well. Um, but they're just, uh, it's just crazy. Like I'm just thinking of the monkeys again. They're just so funny um and again guys please go and do some forest bathing because it's miraculous for healing and for rebalancing the nervous system and soothing any aches and pains and any stresses you may have and let me know how you get on and yeah i hope that you will have a beautiful weekend i will update you all on the honey uh situation and send me a message if you'd like to maybe reserve a jar I'll see what I can do but I presume it will just be locals um for the time being oh and one more thing I actually restocked my book in Earthway Refill in the town of Middleton where I live and um, it's an amazing shop with loads of sustainable products and goodies and foods that are all like refill so there's like little waste and I've restocked my book there so thank you to whoever purchased I don't know who you are, but I'm 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 so happy that, you know, people are buying and getting something from it and spreading the message of the planet. So thank you so much, and I really hope that yeah, you've enjoyed it. And if you do want a copy of the book, just um pop onto my website. The link is in my bio. Um. 
So have a wonderful weekend guys again. A big thank you from me for sticking on the journey with me and for caring for our planet and for yourselves essentially. And have a beautiful day.